You're listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN 1600. This is a paid program, and the views and opinions shared on this program do not necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans and ESPN 1600. Citywide Home Loans LLC NMLS number 67180 is an equal housing lender and regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Your hosts are David Hosterman, NMLS 220562, and Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Have a lending question? Call us at 303-921-5747. You have tuned in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN 1600, the show that discusses today's most relevant mortgage and real estate topics and trends. They're here to educate you on the purchase or refinance of your next home. They provide valuable insights on the real estate market here in Colorado. This is the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report with your hosts, David Hosterman and Jonathan Edwards. Good morning and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm David Hosterman alongside my co-host, Jonathan Edwards from Citywide Home Loans. This morning, we have the luxury of having in the studio Rick Culp with Brokers Guild Real Estate. This is the show that brings real estate, sports, and radio together in perfect professional harmony. John, good to see you today. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? You know, things are good. No complaints. Going to go... Uh, Go up to the going to be in the mountains today and tomorrow and nice. doing, doing some skiing. Nice. I haven't been doing much skiing at all lately. <laughs> I've been going up quite a bit. I wish I was. I got to get more skiing in. Just been working on the radio shows. But you know, know what's better than skiing, John? What's that? Dave? Is having Rick Culp from Brokers oh, Guild I know. in the studio. I know. You know, talk about talk about a guy that just knows the business, has been around, and you know, from a mentoring standpoint, real estate standpoint. You know, the guy's about as good as they get out there, wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Uh, first time Rick's joining us here on ESPN Radio. I know. I'm pumped up. Well, do do us a favor. Tell our listeners what's on tap for today's show. Yeah, Dave. Today we're going to kick it off with Rick Kulp, an incredibly seasoned, well-respected real estate professional here in Denver. Rick, thanks so much for joining us. How are you this morning? I'm good. You guys are too kind. <laughs> <laughs> today we are going to talk about a relatively new phenomenon in real estate surveillance as well as how agents and consumers alike can be more safe and secure in the home buying and selling process. Gentlemen, let's play ball. So first, we got to start off with our first yellow card of the day. That's uh, for our quick disclosure that Brokers Guild Real Estate and Citywide Home Loans are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. Rick, I know you've been on our old show. Uh, We're new to ESPN Radio and we're very excited about the partnership we have with them. Uh, For our listeners on ESPN Radio, do us a favor. Tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, some of your past experiences, you know, stuff like that. Well, I've been a real estate broker in the Denver metro area now for 24 years and uh, been with two or three different firms. Uh, started out a couple of years with Keller Williams, uh, was a REMAX guy for over 20 years. But then uh, more recently, I've joined the Brokers Guild team. Really excited about what's going on over at Brokers Guild. Um, we've got uh, a training and a mentoring program that I'm I've kind of put together to help a lot of our new newly licensed brokers or some of the newer agents that uh, have not been in the business that long that need a little bit of help. And we're having classes weekly. Just doing a lot of training, mentoring, uh, getting into the Brokers Guild network. What an awesome company. No, it's um, amazing. It's I think. just uh, we are so 
much in the right place at the right time right now. Well, and you look at the leadership over at Brokers Guild. You got, you know, primary leader uh, Luis Gonzalez over there. He's been with Brokers Guild for a number of years. Just great guy. Has a ton of energy. Then you got your managing brokers, Kerry Martinez, Jim Kane, and Hannah Brown. And then also, you know, yourself, you know, contributing to that leadership team as well as Linda Miller. You know, just the people over there are doing the right things. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, everybody is just kind of synchronizing together. It's yeah. really coming together. But what I like about it is it's um, kind of a nice, homey environment over there. It totally and, is. And nobody is watching over your shoulder. We're all just in it to kind of help each other and, and uh, build the company. In it to win it. Right? Absolutely. Like that sports analogy. There, I like John? it, Dave. I in like it, a good one. ESPN radio. Over Pat yourself on the back there, Dave. Another Ex- good one. Exactly. I Rick, I, I would agree with you on those trainings. I've had the uh, the luxury of sponsoring a number of those trainings, and you're doing them every week on Wednesdays, and you're picking a new topic every week, uh, and not just for new agents, but great refreshers for agents that have been in the business for a while, right? Absolutely. So if uh, someone's been in the industry and just really needs to kind of step up their game, get refreshed, um, kind of get reinvigorated, remotivated, whatever, it's a great opportunity to come sit in, go to some classes, and, and, and maybe learn some new things. Well, you look at the founder of Brokers Guild of Real Estate, David Killian, um, you know, David Killian's mindset when he started Brokers Guild Real Estate was about education. You know, edu- how much can we educate our brokers to better represent their buyers and sellers? And, you know, after David's passing, I know Lewis came in and stepped into that role. And, you know, Lewis carried on that tradition that David instilled with Brokers Guild about education and how important it is to educate agents to better represent their buyers and sellers. And I think the education platform that Brokers Guild has is by far probably one of the best in Colorado. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree. I think uh, what we've put together um, is uh, um, uh, an opportunity for um, people that have not had that opportunity in the past to get some some quality training, some quality education. And it is extremely important, you know, as a real estate broker, and if any anybody out there listening is considering um, getting into the real estate industry and getting their license, there are um, uh, there is a level of supervision that you're required to be under for your first couple of years in the industry. Yeah. And so that's what we're doing. We're making sure that our new agents, and if you are a consumer and, and you're going to be working with a broker's guild agent and they tell you that they're kind of newer, newer, don't let that concern you. They are getting the education and the mentoring they need to do a good job for you. And, you know, it's it's one of those things, like John Edwards over here from Citywide Home Loans, you, you teach a lot of classes over at Broker's Guild, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's no different than sitting on the couch on a Saturday afternoon and hearing that horrible announcer, you know, that's announcing the football game, and, you know, I just feel miserable for those agents that are sitting in, in your classes, John. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks. Appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, anyways, on that note, John, on that get note, us into let's the first kick it half. Off. Yeah, let's kick it off and get us into the first half of the show. Rick, all right. So first thing I want to talk with you a little bit about, Rick, when we have agents on the show, you guys are the boots on the ground in the real estate industry. Tell us a little bit about what you're seeing out there on the streets today. So um, here's what's going on. In, in uh, 2018 was a little bit of a mixed bag in that um, our sales increased in 2018 over 2017 almost 45%, which was wow. a huge increase. Yeah. Okay. Then we turn around and we come into 2019 
um, thinking that that was going to be the case. And and things kind of leveled off a little bit. Inventory actually started up, but by the end of the year in December, we saw a 30% drop in listing inventory. Okay. When was that? When was that? In December. December. November, it dropped 20, dropped 30%. So our listing inventory actually decreased. From from 2018, we had roughly 7,000 units yep, on the yep, market. Yep. We dropped to 5,000 homes. So I, the reason I think that's happening is the consumer uh, saw this leveling out of home pricing, uh, you know, appreciation starting to level out just a little bit. And so I think a lot of consumers that might have sold in the fourth quarter decided to wait until spring thinking, well, we're going to get a little bit more money this spring. And so I think that we've got some 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 inventory that we're going to see hit the market first quarter. Uh, uh, as you guys know, interest rates are awesome. Yeah. You guys are, are just rocking and rolling, and uh, the, your business is great. Uh, so I think we're going to see buyers jumping into the market with these interest rates. We're going to have some inventory. I think we'll have a good first quarter. Now, I got a question. You know, you're talking November and December. Obviously, you know, you track this stuff a lot more than I do, right? Right. Uh, You know the numbers. How much of that, those numbers, do you think are affected by holidays? Well, we've always had a little bit of a seasonal adjustment, but that was was not normal. Okay. Okay. That was a big drop that we were not really anticipating. So, uh, as I said, I do think that that is... uh, Consumers just thinking maybe we'll wait till spring, see if we don't. The but the but what the consumer out there needs to be aware of is that most industry analysts are predicting moderate appreciation this year. See, that's that's an interesting statistic, John, because mm-hmm. you could almost look at that on the flip side of things and say, what if these houses don't hit the market? Are we going to experience what we had in 2017 with you know? Just crazy high prices, multiple offers, waiving inspection, waiving appraisal, waiving, you know, all these terms, you know, extremely high earnest money. Is it, could it go back? Do you think it could go back to that, Rick? If we don't don't see that increase in volume, like, or the increase in inventory, like There is some speculation uh, that that could happen. However, in 2019, the good news is... There were fifty over fifty eight thousand homes sold. That was the second highest in history okay. in Denver. Okay. So we had wow. fifty eight thousand homes that sold, but our appreciation, our our our, our price point, went up two point eight five percent from eighteen to nineteen, and. I noticed Freddie Mac put out a, a report recently. They are anticipating on a national level home prices to be up about 2.6% this year. Denver might be slightly higher than that, but we're going to be uh, in the 3% range. So even though consumers think, oh, I'll throw my house out there and it's just going to take off, don't look for those huge um, uh, price. I think the consumer has gotten to a point with this, like you said, overbidding, yeah. overpricing, waiving inspection, waiving appraisal. I don't know that that was healthy, and I, no. think, I, I think a lot of uh, consumers recognize that now, and I don't know that we're going to see that. So, Rick, along those lines, what advice do you have for sellers in terms – I think a lot of sellers think that their house is worth maybe a little bit more than it is, or at least they want to try and get more out of it than what they could. What are you recommending for sellers when you're li- for a list price in terms of uh, are, should they still try and get 5%, 10% more than what the value of the property is when they list? I would probably not recommend that. Okay, so the, the, th- the key thing for a seller to recognize – 
is the first couple of weeks that your home goes on the market. That is where the peak interest in that home is. Yes, In most neighborhoods, there are already buyers out there that have seen every listing that's already on the market in that neighborhood and didn't want it for one reason or the other. So they're just waiting for a new listing in that area to hit the market. And if you overprice, you risk losing that buyer. The other thing that I tell my sellers is if you overprice, I'm out here trying to maybe get one offer on your home. If you price it at the market competitively, we may get two or three offers and actually get it bid up. Exactly. So you're better off to price it at the market and maybe get two or three offers than overpricing it and not even get one. Well, well, on the flip side, oh God, I'm doing a lot of flip sides. Yeah, you're right? devil's you know, advocate like, over here. It's today. like, I'm re- it's like <laughs> I'm reading the competition's playbook, right? On how to strategize. So Rick, let me ask you this. Say you don't list it competitively. And now that listing turns stale. Is that detrimental to a seller? If, if, if it, it, it absolutely is. It is, it, isn't it, it? It is. It is. Now, the one thing to think about, too, we talked about inventory dropping last year, but this is interesting. 2016, 17, and 18, it, we averaged about 26 days on the market. We actually went up to 31 days on the market last year, mm. which is an increase of 19%. So even with inventory dropping, our days on the market is increasing. So that is a key statistic. Excellent information, Rick. Hey, let's switch gears a little bit here. Let's uh, let, let's dive into to the actual topic for the show today, which is around home surveillance, security, and those kinds of topics. Something that's coming up more and more often. Rick, you and I had a great conversation about it the other day. First, let's talk about for buyers specifically. What what are some some areas that they need to take some additional caution in, whether it's an open house or they're going to a showing, that kind of stuff, just to keep themselves on the safe side? Good question. Good question, John. So I would say if you are a buyer and you are working with a real estate broker and you're going into a home to look at it, there is a very good chance you are either being videoed, audio recorded, or both. Don't say anything in that house that's either detrimental to the house that could cause the seller to not like what you're saying about their house, or don't say anything that could give the seller an advantage. If you're being videoed or audioed and you're telling your agent, oh my gosh, I love this house, we really want it, do you think they'll take a little bit less? The seller could actually be capturing that information and use that against you. Now, in my opinion, the seller has a right to protect their asset, to to, to have those security play, uh, uh, devices in place. But don't discuss anything like that with your agent. Wait till you get outside of the house. If you're Far talk outside about the them. house. Far some outside. people have cameras right outside the front door, right? Or I, outside I, the garage. I, I, <laughs> so, absolutely. You know, get back in the car, right? On the flip side of things, <laughs> on the flip side of things, gentlemen, I think it could be good for realtor safety, right? It, it because could. because think about this: you're you're host, you're an agent, you're hosting an open house. Now that house is surveillance, if anything were to happen, there's a good chance that footage could be obtainable through the court of law. Absolutely. You know, if 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 you're Meet somebody from a online lead system, right? And you don't know them from Adam, but you're showing them a house that is sur- surveillance. You're sort of protecting yourself with that. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think there's probably pros and cons to it for sure. I think uh, Rick makes a good point. You put yourself at a disadvantage if you're talking about it and the sellers can hear you. The sellers are certainly oh, at, yeah, at totally. an advantage if somebody yeah. steals stuff out of their house or does something in the house that they shouldn't be. Here's another flip side for you, though, Ooh. Dave. Here, what do you think about this one, Rick? So if you know that a house is listening to you or you're pretty sure that they are, you could also have conversations, you know, ah, it's all right. It's kind of nice. But maybe you start been to talk about it. For yeah, 22 it's been on the market for 22 days. House is overpriced. overpriced. You know, you might be able to work it to your advantage from that sense, right? You certainly could. You certainly could. You know, I know of a situation where recently an agent let their buyers go into the house without the agent being present. I, I heard about it. It happened a couple of times with the same agent. The people video uh, taped it, sent it to the real estate commission, and filed a complaint. So I think that surveillance can be good. The consumer needs protection. And that is a rare instance that does not typically happen, but that, you know, the surveillance from that aspect certainly was beneficial to the seller because they were able to document that that situation. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio AM 1600. Check out past shows on our podcast, housed at 1043thefan.com webpage. For more information, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. If you're a buyer, seller, if you have any real estate questions, highly encourage you to reach out to Rick Culp from Brokers Guild Real Estate, and he can be reached at 303-995-4788. Again, if you have any real estate questions, reach out to Rick Culp at Brokers Guild Real Estate at 303-995-4788. Now, John, I think we're going to get into our triple play of Denver's hot listings. I love it, Dave, and I got a great one here this week. Beth Ann Demeter with Cell State Realty Pros has a great listing at 6155 South Jasmine Street in Centennial. This one's currently on the market at 530000 It's a four-bed Three bath, beautiful home, exceptional and updated ranch home and coveted Palo Verde neighborhood of Centennial. Backyard features large fenced area, covered patio, water feature, professional landscape, and storage shed. If you'd like more information on this property, reach out to Beth Ann Demeter with Cell State Realty Pros at 720-320-1150. I got an awesome one here, guys, by uh, Chris Wynn, a remarkable agent over at Brokers Guild Real Estate. Chris can be reached at 303-752-0007. This property is at 1625 South Beach Court in Denver. It's listed perfectly at a new price of $399,000. This property is a beautiful home featuring four beds, two baths. It's got a great cover patio. It's also got a nice extended driveway. So reach out to Chris Wynn at Brokers Guild Real Estate at 303-752-0007 to check out this property and tell them that Dave and John sent you. And Rick, you've got a great one this week with one of your agents there at Brokers Guild. I do. We have uh, an agent in our office one of our newer agents, Nagusi Desta. And Nagusi's just been a really rock star for our company. He just got started a few months ago. He's had many closings. He's just really doing an awesome job. He's got a listing over in Piney Creek Estates, beautiful neighborhood, 15859 East Prentice Drive. 
This property is listed for $775,000, and Negusi will be holding that open tomorrow, Saturday, from 11 to 2 o'clock. This house sits on a gorgeous corner lot. It's got a full-finished basement, five, uh, five bedrooms, four bathrooms. One of the, the nice features about it, it's got a main floor master bedroom with its own fireplace, gorgeous master suite. So if anybody is interested in the Piney Creek Estates area, Cherry Creek School System, stop by Negusi's open house tomorrow from 11 to 2. Once again, that address is 158. 59 East Prentice Drive. John, let's get uh, started on the second half of the show. Yeah, I mean, so far we've had some great topics, Rick. Surveillance, we've talked about the market a little bit, some security and how how, uh, buyers and sellers can protect themselves. What about uh, for sellers? There's going to be showings in the house, Rick. There's really no way to get around that, although virtual uh, reality is coming around. People still want to walk through a house. What can sellers do with, let's say, their valuables or things that they just don't want to take a chance on getting stolen? Well, that's a good one. Um, So I I always tell my sellers, don't leave any jewelry, cash laying around. Another one, and as much as I hate to say it, is prescription medications. Yes. Great point. Uh, uh, That is a big deal. Uh, and, and, And you're not going to have... Um, a, a broker take those items. But if you did have an open house, people can target those. So if you're a seller, you're having your home held open for the weekend. If you've got prescription medications in your medicine cabinet or out on the, uh, a shelf or somewhere, put those away. Those are That's kind of been an issue in, and we've noticed the last couple of years, especially, unfortunately, with the explosion of opioids into our market and so forth. A, a lot of doctors prescribing people have to take these types of things. Clear that out and, 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 you know, just protects everybody that way. So, Rick, you and I were talking the other day, and you had mentioned in the seller's agreement, so not necessarily in the contract to buy or sell real estate, but in the seller's agreement with the listing agent, that the sellers actually have an opportunity within that agreement to know who they would like or to have access to the home during the process of selling. Is that right? That's correct. So typically, once your home goes under contract, then you're going to have a home inspection. Uh, an inspector is going to want to get in there. Uh, you're going to have an appraiser that's going to want to get in there. If there are any repairs that need to be me- to be made or agreed upon by buyer and seller as a result of the inspection, a contractor might need to get in there. And th- and one of the issues we've had in the past is especially on vacant properties. A buyer's broker may just assume because the property is vacant. They can give the lockbox combination out to certain vendors or or contractors. Now the listing agreement actually gives the seller authorization by checking various boxes who they do and don't want to get in there. Obviously, as a seller, you want a licensed real estate broker to have access. You have to in order to show your house. You need to have an inspector have access to the house. Sometimes uh, a buyer's agent may have an unlicensed showing assistant that would show your property. Do you want an unlicensed showing assistant to have access? I would say in most cases that's okay. But remember, some people are not licensed and bonded. What are the what are the the potential pitfalls of that? So that is something to to be concerned about for sure. You are listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Radio sixteen hundred AM. Check out past podcasts on our 
1043thefan.com webpage. For mortgage information, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. If you're out there looking at you know, buying, selling, doing a 1031 exchange, first-time home buyer, whatever it may be real estate-related, give Rick Culp at Brokers Guild Real Estate a call. He is a wealth of knowledge and by far one of the best in the business. Rick can be reached at 303-995-4788. Again, that's our MVP guest host of the day, Rick Culp at 303-995-4788 from Brokers Guild Real Estate. John, I think we got a great local sports highlight here. We do. So this is actually a local charity, Dave. It's a Give Sports. It's a Precious Child program which collects donated new and gently used sports equipment and distributes these items to children in the most need in the community through our resource center, as well as our agency partner. So a great, great program there. Again, give sports. It's a precious child program. Um, See if you can donate or help out with that sometime. Rick, we're going to shift gears a little bit here. It is after all ESPN radio. What do you think on the playoffs this weekend? Wow. Well, you know, um, Tennessee's kind of been a surprise so they far. Totally have and the amazing thing I noticed is the quarterback for Tennessee has thrown for less than 100 yards in the past two playoff games, and they've won. And, that's and he's, a, not, he's not rushing any yards. He's not getting any rushing yards either. That, but they've got a running back that is. That is, yeah. yeah. But that's the first time in sports in history, playoff history that a quarterback has won two playoff games and thrown for less than 100 yards. However... I think that that's going to change this week against Kansas City. I think Kansas City will take Tennessee. Well, God, Kansas City was uh, struggling in the first half of that last game. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. 24-0 at one point, I think. You know, I think it's going to be Kansas City and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. I, I would agree with you. I, I like that call. I think uh, Kansas City has uh, – I think the Titans have had a good run, but I think Ch- the Chiefs are – they finally won that playoff game, and I think they're going to keep that momentum rolling. Um, 49ers are pretty good this year, though. 49ers are good. And I it's in agree. San Francisco. That, but I think Aaron Rodgers that... has something to prove. So we'll Aaron see. Aaron Rodgers does. Did you see his postgame interview? I saw part of it. Which, they, what they, are we specifically his, talking about? Is what drink drink some whiskey? Is that what he, he says? He says it after every game. He goes, you know, I'm just gonna they always oh, add, go, they, go they, have they, a drink. They, yeah. they always just ask him. You know, so so what do you think about next week, Aaron? What do you think about next week? He goes, you know, I'm just gonna cherish cherish this moment and enjoy this victory. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and have myself a nice glass of whiskey. There you and go. you know, speaking <laughs> speaking of that, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the, the tree. Kyle Shanahan. Coach of the 49ers, you know. Oh, man. Uh, had pretty good background in football to get to that point, and he is just a, a really good young – one of the better young coaches in the he league. He's so smart. He is really good. So I tell you, the Packers are going to have their hands full. If it was in Green Bay, I'd be tempted to give Green Bay the nod. But at San Francisco, 49ers offense is good. they got a good defense. It's going to be a really interesting game, but I, I think the 49ers will take it. So we got Rick with the 49ers yep. and the and the Titans, right? No, I got 49ers and Chiefs. Okay. We got me with the Packers and the Chiefs. John, who's your prediction? I like the Chiefs and the 40 or Chiefs and the Packers as well. Nice. So, we'll see how that nobody's picking uh, Titans here, so we'll see how that ends up next week. Again, if you'd like to get in touch with Rick Culp from Brokers Guild Real Estate for any real estate needs, Give him a call at 303-995-4788. 
wealth of knowledge, amazing agent, and can guide you through the process. Thank you so much for tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have any questions about financing your next home or refinancing your current mortgage, give us a call at Citywide Home Loans at 303-921-5747. We are here to help you out. Don't miss next week's show airing right here on ESPN Radio 1600 AM on Saturdays at 10 AM. Find past shows at our podcast housed at 1043thefan.com. Thank you and have a great weekend out there. This is a paid program and the views and opinions shared on this program do not necessarily reflect those of Citywide Home Loans and ESPN 1600. Citywide Home Loans LLC NMLS number 67180 is an equal housing lender and regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Your hosts are David Hosterman, NMLS 220562 and Jonathan Edwards, NMLS 671258. Call for additional cost information. Program qualifications and offerings are subject to change at any time. Not all that apply will qualify. Other restrictions may apply. Have a lending question, call us at 303-921-5747. You have tuned in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN 1600, the show that discusses today's most relevant mortgage and real estate topics and trends. They're here to educate you on the purchase or refinance of your next home. They provide valuable insights on the real estate market here in Colorado. This is the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report with your hosts, David Hosterman and Jonathan Edwards.